In today's show, looking ahead to Wednesday's action in the NBA, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Well, here we are. We're ready to go for Wednesday's action. Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> The Pacers and the Magic. We just saw this game a couple of days ago. Yesterday, in fact. We're ready for it to go again. On the Pacers side of things, we want to watch the big men. Isaiah Jackson, can he stay out of extreme foul trouble? Will he play more than 24 minutes? I would hope the answer to both of those things are yes, and I think he's a 12-team league player. I also want to watch Jalen Smith. I don't know whether Chris Duarte is going to be available to play. I do expect that Malcolm Brogdon will return. So that'll probably push Smith to the bench. I'd like them to start Smith and Jackson, to be honest rather than Brissett. But let's see what Smith can produce. In a 24 minutes, he probably is a 12-team league guy. So let's see how these minutes all shake out. Well, for the Magic, it's the second game back for Markel Fultz. What do his minutes look like? He played 16 in that first game and played well, shot well. That's not a realistic expectation. But what does his playing time look like? Who suffers? It's probably Gary Harris and Terrence Ross. But Jacole Anthony and Jalen Suggs, how do they look around him? Anthony looked pretty bad last game. Let's see how those three major guards, Fultz, Suggs, and Anthony, can all coexist together. It's a pretty big question that needs answering. We won't get the full answer tomorrow, of course. Uh, Hornets, Cavs. Montrez, 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 that's how you say it. Montrez Harrell. Minutes have been well down the last three games. He played 30 and 35 minutes in a couple of games and then went 23, 21, 25. This is back to just the old Montrez Harrell. If we get another low low to mid-20s minutes game from him, it's very hard to look at him as a must-roster player, especially with Plumlee and PJ Washington Jr. and the God of Hammers, JT Thor, also cutting into that playing time. And then Kelly Oubre, a player that I've got no idea how to project. His last five, six games, 20 minutes, 23 minutes, 31, 32, 22, 31. And then some games he'll shoot 70% from three. Some games, like the last one, he'll shoot 29% from the line. The percentages are all over the place. The production's all over the place. The minutes are all over the place. He's very, very hard to trust. Well, for the Cavs, we know that Levert will be out. We know that Rondo will be out. We don't know whether Garland will be out. But if Garland is out, then Brandon Goodwin becomes our stream. We want to watch what his production looks like. We also want to look at Kevin Love, who had two stinkers and then a really big game last time out. Was that the outlier? Were the stinkers the outlier? Where does Love fit? He's absolutely fine to have on a 12-team roster, but I don't think that he is a must-roster player, given the inconsistencies in production and playing time with a healthy Larry Markkinen. The Knicks and the Cavs. No, not the Cavs. The Knicks and the Sixers. Alec Burks. Alec Burke. I imagine that he keeps starting at point guard. Surely he can't be as bad as he's been the last couple of games, but he's not very good. I still think he does have 12-team value, but the upside isn't particularly high. We want to watch how he looks. And then I also want to watch... Mitch Robinson. And Mitch Robinson says, I'll take it from here. 
Last game, he got into some foul trouble with just 17 minutes. That's not what he's been usually like for him this year. He's been pushing up to high 20s, uh, low 30s. I expect that to bounce back, so let's hope that we get a bit more production to Mitchie in this one. And then for the Sixers, one of the biggest things to watch in the entire day is Tyrese Maxey, whose first two games alongside James Harden have been great. They've been good in usage, but more importantly, the efficiency has been sky high. And I really, really doubt that that level of efficiency can stick. So let's see how Maxey looks. Let's also watch the Thick Hogsman, Tobias Harris. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. Because his two games with James Harden have been bad. Can those two guys sort of come together and meet in the middle? Or will Harris remain like a fourth option and Maxey's the third? That's a really big thing that we need to watch. The next game, it is the Kings and the Pelicans. They started last game, Trey Lyles at power forward. He scored 24 points. There is zero chance that Elvin Gentry is going away from that in this game. So Lyles will get another start. He played 31 minutes and he scored well. I honestly don't trust it at all. Not even for a single second. I've seen Trey Lyles play multiple times um, and I don't trust it. But he shot the ball amazingly. He was nine of 10 from two point range. Again, as I said on the recap show, that is literally impossible for him to continue. But he played well, and that's going to give him the minutes, and that's going to give him the opportunity. And sure, if you want to stream someone, do it. Long-term value, I don't really buy it for Lylesy, but hey, let's see what happens. The guards, DiVincenzo, Holiday, Lamb, Mitchell. DiVincenzo is the one that stood out last time, but it was Lamb another day, it's Mitchell another day, it's Holiday another day. It's very hard to look at any of those guys as 12-team league players. They're probably all 14-team league guys, maybe not Lamb, but maybe. But can anyone establish themselves? I have significant doubts. For the Pelicans, Jackson Hayes, he'll start, I assume, again at power forward. And his production has been pretty solid. 30 minutes last game. We would look at him as like a 27-minute guy usually. But let's see. Can we get 30 again? That'll be interesting. And Brandon Ingram, he was on the buy low, sell high show the other day because his shooting numbers are in the dunny. They are, and for you that don't know what the toilet is, it's the restroom, the washroom, the powder room, the toilet, the shitter. It's the dunny. He's been shooting terribly. Horrible shooting from Ingram, like 20% over the last month or so. I think it's got to improve. Get some defensive numbers back, maybe hit some threes. Can he start to figure that shit out? Because it's been pretty bad. The Jazz and the Rockets. The Jazz, honestly, the most boring team to talk about for fantasy. What am I going to say? Uh, let's watch Rudy Gobert. Well, that is what I'm going to say. Let's watch Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> a little bit down since coming back from the calf injury. Let's watch his minutes because he only played under 30 last game. Let's hope that jumps back up. We also want to watch Jordan Clarkson. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Since the trade, or since the injury of Joe Ingles, and then the trade for Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who's not playing, interestingly enough, Clarkson has been better and producing some solid enough back-end 12-team value. Let's see whether that is something that can continue. For the Rockets, oops, push the wrong button. Um... I'm going to bring that screen back up because I wasn't ready for that. Sorry. For the Rockets, Eric Gordon probably doesn't play second half of a back-to-back. There is Kevin Porter and Garrison Matthews who may or may not play. So do we finally get an opportunity for Josh Christopher to play good minutes? That's what I want to watch. There at least is extra opportunity for him with Gordon almost definitely out. We also want to watch the wild thing, Jay Sean Tate. Even the wild thing's gone well. I can't do much about that. Been playing pretty well. But it's still just like, like he's just not quite there as this unbelievable must roster type guy. He's just not quite there. 
He probably should be on a roster, but it's got the potential to go sideways really, really quickly, I think, uh, with where his value sits. But Price Picks is always going to go upwards with their value because it's daily fantasy made easy. Do you know what Price Picks is? You should. Well, what it is, you just get two to five players and you look at their props. And by props, I mean points numbers, rebound numbers, assist numbers. Price Picks will give you the number. Jordan Clarkson over under two assists or two and a half assists. And you just say over or under, put him in. Chuck the next guy in, chuck the next guy in. Up to five players into an entry, bang, that's it. It takes only 60 seconds. And you can do it on the website, pricepicks.com or use their award-winning app. And you can make up to 10 times your entry. Simple as that. It's not just basketball. Multiple sports can be chucked into one as well. And they do other sports like college basketball, football when that's rolling, baseball if they ever get their ass into gear, um, soccer, MMA, Major League, oh, they said Major League Baseball, all the sports you can get. And for a limited time, PricePix has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all our users, or our listeners, in fact. Users get 50 bucks for free if a player in your first PricePix entry scores a single point, but you must use the code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to Locked On fans. So sign up today and use the code NBA. 50 bucks for free. If a player in your first price picks entry scores a single point, price picks is daily fantasy made easy. Let's go on to the next game. Now, we've got the Heat and the Bucks. Kyle Lowry will be out again for personal reasons. Again, we hope everything is okay in his family. Um, so that means Gabe Vincent time. There'll be more minutes for Caleb Martin. There'll be more minutes for Max Struess, the Winter Soldier. But it's Gabe Vincent, the guy that we really want to watch here. It also helps Tyler Hero get some more assists and some more usage, but a real big opportunity for Vincent. Hero has been shooting amazingly since coming out of the All-Star break after that knee problem, like 50%, I think, in all three games. There is going to be some regression there, but he's been really, really good. While for the Milwaukee Bucks, um, expected Grayson Allen to get 30 minutes a night, battling against Jordan Nwora, Javon Carter, and Deondo Bembry, but apparently they realize he's not that good, so he's not getting those minutes. So you don't have to worry about him. But let's see. Does it push back to 30? Has the hip been limiting him? There's no George Hill. Where's Matthews is still around though. Let's see where Grayson's minutes go. And then Javon Carter, how does that impact him? Or how does Javon Carter impact Grayson Allen more accurately? Thunder and the Nuggets. The Thunder, there's a lot of injuries that we just don't know at this point. We know Josh Giddy's out. But Lou Dort, Kenrich Williams, Ty Jerome, Mike Muscala, all might, might not play. Aaron Wiggins is also out. Trey Mann's going to get a big opportunity, even if Dort plays. I would say that they would start Dort, Gildas Alexander, and, and uh, Mann together. Mann last game was poor. He had a couple of big games. But again, the majority of his season has been poor and not 12-team worthy. He's still worth a stream at this point, but I'm not convinced. And then with Wiggins out, we've seen Pokyshevsky get more minutes and put up good numbers. Could this be another opportunity for him? Well, I'd feel more comfortable about it if Williams and Muscala are out, especially Williams. But Pokyshevsky could be a stream option here. For the Nuggets, DeMarcus Cousins. I want to see how the DeMarcus Cousins, Jermichael Green, Zeke Naji triumvirate off the bench works. Because I think only two of them can play each night. Cousins was really good last game, but Green played 27 minutes and was perfect shooting. And prior to his injury, Zeke Naji was playing over 20 minutes a night. So someone's going to miss out there. How are they going to work that out? And then I just want to watch Nikola Jokic because... Every game that he plays, something fun happens. Something amazing happens. He is the number one fantasy player this year. Amazingly, like he's been so good. Although, over the last two weeks, he's down to like ninth. That's something to watch. But just just want to watch him because I think he's really good. And I think he's probably the MVP, MVP favorite at this point. Trailblazers and the Suns. That's your last game of the night. In Portland, I want to watch Greg Brown, who is an interesting blocks streamer. Probably won't push to 30 minutes anytime soon, but 20 minutes is possible and, and likely. 
I also want to watch um, Drew Eubanks, who is the starting center, who played 29 minutes last game. And 29 minutes from Drew Eubanks makes him a 12-team league player. Now, I don't know whether they'll sign him rest of season. He's only on a 10-day. But I think at this point, he's a 12-team stream option. For the Phoenix Suns, Cameron Payne might be back. He's officially questionable. He's back in practice. He's questionable. And if he does play, he will start. And that makes him very interesting. And then we want to see how Payne goes, what the minutes look like, but also what that means for Cam Johnson. I would be interested in adding Cam Payne, and I would hold Cam Johnson until we see how that all plays out. We don't know how it'll play out, but there are some things going to change with that rotation with um, with the return or the potential return of Payne coming. Just a uh, heads up, uh, Cole Anthony's also just appeared on the injury report as probable with a hip contusion for the Orlando Magic. So be aware of that. Maybe Cole needs some Built Bars because Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. If you haven't had it, I don't know what you're waiting for because it tastes amazing. It tastes like a candy bar, but... Candy bars, while acknowledging they are delicious, they're bad. Like, they're full of sugar, they're full of calories, they're full of carbs, and they're full of fat. And Bilt Bar is neither of those things. None of those things. It's jam-packed full of protein, 17 grams in a bar, 130 calories only, 4 grams of sugar. It's an amazing nutritional profile. And they've got the puffs as well, which are protein-infused marshmallows. Jam-packed full of marshmallowy goodness. So head to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order of Built Bars. Built Bar is built different. Some streaming options for the back-to-back Wednesday to Thursday. Who are we looking at here? Well, a couple of names at the start of things. Trey Lyles and Gabe Vincent. Vincent's at least going to start one game. I think Lyles will start two for the Kings. So some big numbers potentially coming there. Some other Kings to look at. Davion Mitchell, Dante Vincenzo, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb. They're hard to look as 12-team league guys in general, but as a two-for-one stream option when they could all play you know, 50 minutes using one waiver ad, that's worth, that's worth considering. And then you go to PJ Tucker in Miami as well, who could be somewhat of an option for us, although yeah, his production's been pretty low. But just getting, again, the two games might be 60 minutes for PJ across two nights. There is value in that. If we're just looking at Wednesday's action, You've got Vincent and Lyles again at the top there. Drew Eubanks, JaVale McGee, Isaiah Roby in Oklahoma City, Jeremy Lamb, PJ Tucker, Justin Holiday, Dante DiVincenzo, and even Markel Fultz. You could potentially stream him, but a lot of those other guys I'd have ahead of him. For deeper formats, you've got KJ Martin, Isaac Okoro, Serge Ibaka, Trenton Watford, Josh Christopher, Chetty Osman, CJ Allaby, Demarcus Cousins, Rudy Gay, and Greg Brown. And lastly, for points leagues, Isaiah Jackson and Jackson Hayes are still available. They are 12-team league players, as is Jalen Smith. Trey Mann's there too. Alec Burks, Darius Baisley, Trey Lyles, Drew Eubanks, Gabe Vincent, and the delicate dancer, Alperen Shengun. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, give it a thumbs up and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.